Hi, fam. I'm Katie. And this is Ginny. And And we we are are the Gabby Gabby Girls. Girls. (laughs) Episode 7 of Gabby Girls. Hello, everyone. Welcome. And hi, Ginny. How are you today? Hi, Kate. I'm doing okay. I have the flu. Um, on day three of day three, day four, who knows of the flu, but I'm doing okay. I'm surviving. Happy to see your face. I know. I'm so sorry. And I'm so happy to see you. And I wish I could heal you. It's okay. I'm on the come up. I'm at least like up Mm -hmm. today. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So last time we spoke, you were preparing to go to Vicky's house and then go to, or no, I think you were at Vicky's house, but you were preparing to go to Mexico. How was your trip? The trip was so amazing. So I, there was 10 girls on this trip. And I've never been on a girl's trip where everyone got along. Like, there was zero drama, no negativity. Like, it was so amazing. Also, Mexico is unbelievable. Like, everything is so reasonably priced there. And on top of that, it's so much fun. (laughs) Like, everybody's so kind and it's it's a different world. It's so weird. I wasn't expecting that at all. Yeah, I've only been to Cancun and the staff there were unbelievable. Um, however, I think it's like the most expensive city in Mexico. So everything was like mm. super expensive. We spent so much money. I think in three days we spent over a thousand dollars on food. It was like unbelievable. Oh, no. Wow. No, it was definitely more than that. I don't know. But anyway, so that's interesting to hear that Puerto Vallarta is less expensive and you felt like it was like cheap for a vacation. Oh my God. Like we went to a five-star restaurant one night for dinner and everyone was like drinking entrees. The total bill was like $300 wow. for, for 10 of us. To, it was insane. Yeah. And one day we went to this beach club for the whole day. We were there from two till eight, I want to say. We had put down a $1,200 deposit, which basically you just have to spend that $1,200. If you don't spend it all, you get to like take a bottle or take whatever home Mm -hmm. to finish it off. We were trying to reach our limit. Like we were working to reach our limit. Like we had bottles of tequila at the table. We were eating, we were drinking and we, we like couldn't get there like to that $1,200. And I just remember being in Tampa when I lived in Tampa, there was a beach club. $1,200 was like nothing, a cup, a round of drinks and a, a tray of chicken nuggets. Yeah. Like they'd be like, Oh, whose card are we going to put down now? Like it was insane. And it was so much fun. That's so nice. I can't, I'm so happy that you had a good time. I've never really been on like a girl's trip like that. Me neither. Yeah, was it? In- were you intimidated going in, or were you like, how are you feeling? No, I was nervous. I was trying really hard to just. Okay, so this is my thing. However, whatever happens is going to happen, mm-hmm. whether you worry about it or not. So I don't really worry about a whole lot. That took a lot of practice, by the way. It's not like I just don't worry, but now I just pretty much don't. I just don't let myself worry. Um, but I was definitely a little bit nervous because I'm. And not only have I never really been on a girl's trip with that many girls, I don't even know that many girls, <laughs> you know, like these are Vicky's friends, but it was, I was so pleasantly surprised. And so we had a bathtub in our bedroom, Vicky and I shared a bedroom and we had a bathtub that overlooked the water. So I was like, we were doing ice baths in there and a couple of the girls tried. They were like, 
I trust you. If this helps you, I want to do it. And I felt like it was so, so good for morale. (laughs) Just for us to experience that together, it was so cool. And yeah, everybody was... Something that unites the group. That's so nice. Yeah, it was really fun. And yeah, it was just, it was a great time, a great experience. We all had like, you know, the coordinated outfits and stuff for for each Mm -hmm. night. And everybody was so on theme, like did what they were supposed to. And I feel like whenever I've gone on a trip where there's some sort of theme, there's always like a couple people that just said fuck it and like didn't follow along. It wasn't like that here, <laughs> which was amazing. And that is so amazing. Vic was nervous too before because she has a bit of a complex. Like she thinks that she thinks that her friends are sometimes like not her friends. Like I think she just gets in her own head and she's like the best person ever. Like people love Vic and she just, I don't know. She's just a little hard on herself, but it was our last morning there and we were in the bathroom and she started crying and she was like, I just can't believe these are all my friends. I'm like, I know she, she needed that to see like, you know, how much everyone loves her and cares. And it was just such a beautiful experience that is like the most relatable thing honestly my bachelorette if when I have one is something that I stress about because I'm just like who am I going to invite because I really do discredit myself for having friends or like not having enough friends in my mind when I know I have like good friends you know yeah you're the same way honestly I wanted to tell you about this because I know you act the same way like you have the same (laughs) little bit of a complex (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you I, totally honestly, do <laughs> that's something that i so worry about like i swear to god that's like because i know boyd is gonna like be able to go to like columbia with 10 guys and have like the time of his life i'm like what am i gonna do like who's gonna like want to be dragged along with me like that's my mentality of like having to hang out with me how terrible you gotta get that? over that i know you gotta get over that <laughs> <laughs> i choose you okay Okay. Oh, I love you. Wait, and can I just say that I know you are like literally feeling like you got hit by a Mack truck, but just talking about that trip, you started glowing and your eyes got bright even just for a few minutes. Like I can just tell how happy and like monumental it was for you. And I just see like the spark inside of you, even if it's trying to be dimmed by this fucking flu. (laughs) Man, thank you for saying that. I do. I did feel a little bit better when I was just talking about uh, smiling even. Yeah, you were. Yeah. Um, But a few of us also got the flu. So that was the batch trip that just keeps on giving. (laughs) Do you think it was from Mexico? Like, do you think it was from actually being there? Or do you think someone like brought it? Do you you have any idea? I have no clue. But uh, there's a chance that maybe somebody brought it. I don't know. Like... When we were there, I know that like a couple of the girls, their husbands had been sick before. I don't know if it was the flu, but they were sick before. And then when we got back, so we got back from Mexico on Sunday and then I flew home from Atlanta on Tuesday. On Monday, Vicky started feeling bad. Her throat was hurting um, and she was tired. And then she woke up on Tuesday and she was like me, like she... She couldn't get up. She slept until 11, which she's the same. She wakes up at 4.40 every day um, and she slept till 11. Her fiance kept texting me like, she's not answering. I'm like, she's still sleeping. Like she is asleep. I don't know what to tell you. I've been checking her pulse. She's alive, but she's sleeping. I'm not going to wake her up. Like obviously she needed the rest. Mm -hmm. And then, yeah, she also had had the flu. So I don't know if I got it from being around her, but they say, well, the doctor 
told me yesterday at urgent care that when you start showing symptoms, you've probably been sick for like four days. So, you know, she was probably sick when we were in Mexico or got it in Mexico or right before. I don't know. And same yeah, with you guys me, like in the same room, in the same bed. We shared a bed. Yeah. We're taking ice baths together, showering together occasionally. Like Aww. we were doing everything together. That's yeah. So <laughs> yeah. So somewhere along the way, we swapped these, this flu. <laughs> And is she as sick as you? She was so fucking sick. So she actually recovered pretty quickly. But like on Tuesday, like I've never seen her like that before. She's, first of all, she's Dominican. So she's got a little color to her. She had no color. Her, she was white as a ghost. She couldn't even get out of bed. Like she couldn't talk. She couldn't look at her. She was holding her phone like far away from her face. She couldn't do anything. Like she never scary. left her room. That's yeah. Scary. Mm-hmm. Man. And she she was sweating like crazy too, and she was cold, so she was sick as as hell. And I was I've like, I, I was just praying. I was like drinking vitamin C. I'm like Cloroxing all the door handles, hoping I wouldn't catch it. And then yeah, wow, yeah, no, I've never had the flu. Like knock on wood. Um, please don't let me get it. Uh, and I've I know never I've never had shot. it either. I've never had the flu either. I don't know why, but for some reason in my head, when I picture the flu, I think of like puking, <laughs> but, but, I, but it's not, it's, that's like a stomach bug. Like, it's not that at all. It's just aches. Like you, every single thing hurts. Like I couldn't move my eyes. They're moving a little bit now. Thank God. But I could not move. Thank God I haven't had a facelift or anything because that would have just botched my facelift. <sighs> like I had to turn my whole head left and right to look ways. Like I couldn't, my eyes were just not working. Nothing was working in tandem. Like my fingers weren't opening and closing at the same time. That's Crazy. the scariest thing. That would like really freak me out. That would make me feel like I was having like a stroke or something. Oh, it was freaking me out. I also, so I have, you know, I have psoriasis. I also have psoriatic arthritis. So psoriasis can affect your joints and all of that. And a way that I tell can tell how healthy I am is I wake up every morning and I snap my fingers. If I can snap, I'm I'm healthy. I'm feeling good. Because a lot of days I can't snap. I could not I couldn't even like I could no there was not even close to a snap occurring here. Um and I was like, "Oh, I'm in I'm in trouble." <laughs> oh my god, is that normal for people to do? What? I have no, I have no clue. <laughs> I just know that something I do because so in golf, like, you know, people snap, like instead of clapping. So yes. my dad is like, he snaps all the time. And I, a lot of times I can't snap. Like it hurts my fingers to snap. So that's just like my self test. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I wouldn't probably so say that's normal I'm like, but uh, yeah i'm thinking here i'm like never once have i woken up and like thought to snap but like that's yeah not. no no <laughs> so don't have arthritis yeah. you're also not wait, 28 with arthritis <laughs> wait do you know how why do you have arthritis do you know so it's from psoriasis so it's psoriatic arthritis so you're so what what that means is basically psoriasis is your immune system like attacking itself mm-hmm. it also causes your joints to swell so you know, it's, it's all inflammation. So if, you know, wow. if you're really seeing the psoriasis on your, the outside of your body, the inside of your body's in shambles typically. That's crazy. So if, so if 
so it's not like arthritis like normal arthritis where it's like a constant it comes and goes it's it's triggered yeah it's triggered okay. by things so like since i've been doing the cold plunges and stuff i've been i can snap oh my gosh i've been snapping like it's nobody's business like oh just my gosh all the time and yeah so i've been like yesterday and the day before i woke up to snap and i'm like whoa we'll try that again tomorrow yeah. whoa wow yeah. mm-hmm Wow. So I didn't even really realize that about psoriasis. So like that totally affects like working out and like being active and moving your body. Everything. Wow. That's crazy. I always just thought it was a skin condition that was just like super uncomfortable. And that's why people said it was painful. I understood that, but I didn't understand like the internal effects that it had. Yeah. It's like, it's honestly mostly internal. And then when it starts to show on the outside, Yikes. You know, it's bad. Your body's like, <laughs> yeah. it's like a cry for help type thing. Yes. Wow. Wow. Mm-hmm. The more you know. I I had no idea. I am I feel very blessed that I don't have to deal with that. I'm so sorry you do. It's okay. I'm, I manage it. Well, especially now. I, I wish we could show photos on here. I guess we can on the Instagram. Follow us on Instagram, Gabby Girls Pod. Um, we'll show, if you're comfortable, photos of your before and after because she sent me text messages the other day showing her difference. And it is unbelievable what cold plunges have done. I like, I still, it's, it, it, it's unbelievable. That's what it is. <laughs> I know. And honestly, it's hard to explain that without seeing the photos. Like I can say, it, oh, it cleared my no. psoriasis. But until you see how bad it was, whoa. Wow. I feel like it just has to do, it has to, it has to be shocking the system or, and, and making it realize that it's not. It resets your immune there system. There we go. Okay. Yeah. Something. Mm-hmm. So it's not thinking that you're, you're the enemy. That's basically what it is when you have an autoimmune is your body thinks itself is the enemy, right? Yeah. Your immune system's overactive and it's attacking itself. Um, so the, the cold plunges basically resets your immune system and ignites it. So it's not overworking anymore it works properly it's the craziest thing that's amazing yeah Mm -hmm. wow yeah so i we plunged every day in mexico uh and then i was like dying to get in the bath in the in the tub yesterday to do it because my fever was so high but you cannot plunge when you have a fever because when you're rewarming when your body rewarms it can actually rewarm higher than your fever already was so I had to wait. I did, I did actually plunge today because my fever broke last night. I woke up this morning just dripping wet. That's crazy. Yeah. I feel like it's worse than COVID, the one that I had at least. I had COVID, I don't know, two Christmases a year ago. Like whenever like the... Um, um, when we all had it <laughs> that year. The one with um, Omnia, um, um, the, the variant that came out that wasn't so bad. I didn't lose my... my my smell or my taste. Okay. Mm-hmm. I know what you're talking I guess, like, about. Maybe what? 2021. Mm-hmm. I think that's when I had it. Um, and it was, it felt like I got hit by a back truck and it, you would just, I would just get exhausted randomly. Like at like 2 PM, I'd be like, that's like my, all my energy would go, but I would wake up feeling pretty good. And it lasted for probably like five to seven days of like, just not just kind of feeling like that. And then I just woke up one day and I was fine. Have you had it? I had COVID. Yeah, I had COVID a couple of times, but I wasn't like, I never really had symptoms. Like I just, I just felt like I had a cold. I wouldn't have known I had COVID if like my parents didn't have it. Right. Or I think one time my brother got it. So I got tested too. And I was like, oh, positive. But I never 
I never really felt like that. Now, my brother had COVID actually a couple of weeks ago and his symptoms were just like this, like what mm. I'm experiencing and what you just said. Like he had, he had a couple really bad days and then he was like two o'clock would hit and he'd be exhausted. Yep. And that went on for like five days and then he was fine. Uh, but yeah, so actually I talked to him the other day on Thursday, I think. And he was like, it sounds like you have COVID. And I'm like, I know, but I was negative. I was COVID. I took, <laughs> I took a test. I had a rapid test at home. I took it. I'm like, it's. Wait, <laughs> I love him so much because I can literally hear it in his voice with him saying that and yeah, like I, really thinking that he's like outsmarting the science here. I know. I know. He really thought he had it there. <laughs> <laughs> love you, Trent. <laughs> yeah. Thank you so much for calling. Also, he's still phoneless off the grid. So he called me on Snapchat. <laughs> How, wait, is that, that is the most original Trey. That's some original Trey shit. That is original Trey shit. Oh my gosh. He would be such a phenomenal guest. We should have him on one day. I feel like people would go bananas to hear him talk. Absolutely. Oh my gosh. He's, he's a trip. He is. He has just such a different mindset than anyone else I've ever met. I know. It's really something. Uh, I really love him. Yeah. Um, Okay. All right. Well, so due to Ginny not feeling so great, we want to, I want to, you know, get her while she's hot and just give her kind of a short episode. So this is going to be a shorter episode this week, but we'll make up for it next week. We've got a lot planned for episode eight and um, buckle up because it's, we're coming for you. Oh my God. Get out of my head. I nearly just said buckle up and then you said it. <laughs> oh my gosh. Wait, I cannot wait until we start saying things in sync. Like that will really, I think that will like solidify our podcast status. <laughs> Agreed. Coming soon. <laughs> do you do you say stuff in sync with like a lot of people or like is it rare for you? Okay, so I let me say this. I don't okay. keep a lot of people around mm-hmm. that I don't feel in sync with. Sure. <laughs> like, you know me, I have like a couple of very close friends. And with like you, Vicky Vinny, I feel like we're always in each other's heads. <laughs> yeah. 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 I feel and like Trey. <laughs> yeah definitely try well never yeah you may think you're in sync but you're probably not in sync because he's out on a different planet <laughs> i know i know <laughs> he's probably just in my head actually <laughs> yeah that's true um yeah well i just you made me think because boyd and i say a lot of stuff in sync and when i used to live with my roommate brie in college her and i would say a lot of stuff in mm-hmm. sync just because we spent four years living together so it's yeah, just so then you funny. can like read each other Yep. Yeah, yep. And you guys funny. just have like you pick up the same mannerisms and the same like inside weird way that you pronounce things. Like I know everyone has like a weird language with like their close friends. You know what I mean? Like everyone has weird things. And so, um, yeah, Boyd and I always just like let it slide. Like we always are just like super weird in front of his mom <laughs> and like our friends and people just like give us eye rolls because we're so cringy sometimes. <laughs> You're like, this is just us. Just either ignore it or go with it. Just and just ignore it. And we like we often dress very similar, not intentionally. Like we'll we always look like we're trying to match. And now you guys we just have really similar like, style super similar yeah and we um and now we just totally lean into it and we will like purposely match or we'll sometimes i'll change clothes to match him more just to like get under people's skin because we know it's irritating for our friends i love that for you (laughs) it's just like a weird thing um okay so the thing that i wanted to talk to you about today today is 
dreams. And I'm sorry if listening to other people's dreams are boring, but I can tell you that Ginny and I both have extremely vivid dreams. And I don't know about you, but I remember a lot of my dreams. And the more I talk about it, like if I wake up the more in the morning and I immediately tell Boyd about it, then it's like really solidified in my memory and I'll even start to remember more things. And then I kind of get like flashbacks throughout the day of my dreams because like certain activities are all, you know, like interactions in the real world will start triggering memories of my dreams. Yeah, it like throws you back into it. Yeah. And then I... Mm-hmm. I've always had vivid dreams. I remember having really vivid dreams as like a toddler crying always. I sleep has always been difficult for me with my dreams and I have reoccurring dreams where I go back into them and I know I'm back into them. Like I, my dreams are very important for me. I think they show me and tell me a lot. Me too. I I like trust my dreams. Not that, not verbatim, like not exactly what happened, but I can wake up and be like, okay, I kind of know what that was telling me. (laughs) Or I'll remember something, a dream that I had like a month ago and I'll be like, oh, this is what that was about. Yes. I get a lot of deja vus yeah. from my dreams. Mm-hmm. It's like, I'll dream it. I won't necessarily remember it, but then when it's happening, I'm like, oh, wait, I know exactly. You know, I'll know what yeah. someone's going to say or I'll, 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 I'll just know the situation before it comes. Um, and you know, there's been some science like trying to debunk deja vu, but I, I, I feel like we have it for a reason and I don't believe it's just like kind of a glitch. I think it's like a real thing. Agreed. And also a lot of people who experience deja vu can't place where it came from, but like Mm -hmm. I know that you can often and same. So do I, which is kind of like a superpower of sorts. Yeah. Not to get like too woohoo-y, but I do think I'm like very close to like the next like spiritual realm. Like I think I'm like, or the dimension or whatever word you want to put next to it. I say like, I'm like a veil away or I'm a door away. That's kind of how I imagine it in my head. Um, I feel very connected to like the spiritual world. I very much believe in my spirit and guardian angels. Like I believe I have spirit guides. Like I'm very in tune with kind of like whatever higher power you want to put a term to it. Um, like I just call it the universe because that's just what it is to me. I just, and I think the universe is love. Like, I think that's the currency of the world is love. And so like, that's what I, I, if you have a religion, like, you know, then, you know, consider mine just to be the universe in love. That's, that's like, you know, my thing. (laughs) You're spiritual. I got you. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. And the more you lean in, the more like signs and whatnot you see, and it's easier to follow that. Mm Mm-hmm. And it yeah. really is, it's not like a, it's not like I follow any people on Instagram about it or I've, I've read specific books to like teach me things. It's just like, I go with my gut feeling. I go with things that spark my interest, that resonate with me, that feel right. And I yeah. just go with it. Cause if it's wrong, that's okay. It's just my belief. You know, like you don't have to believe it. You don't have, to, you may think I'm bananas and that's okay, but it's like, it's what makes me feel better and what's get like, you know, lessens my anxiety and gives me hope for that. Like my, there's more chapters for my soul than this one. Um, yeah. So it just, you know, brings me comfort having this belief. Yeah, I get that. It's like a sense of peace almost for your soul. It really is. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I just am like, well, if I screw it up this time, I'll hopefully get another chance. So you will definitely <laughs> get another chance. Right. 
if I screw it up this time, at least I'll hopefully learn something. <laughs> yeah. And I really believe that I've had past ex- like lives and experiences. Like I just, I, I just feel that in my bones for some reason. And so, um, I feel like my dreams also play into that. So the dream that I want to talk about, which I had last week, it was really crazy is basically I was in like an apocalyptic world and I don't know, I felt like I was in Philadelphia, but I wasn't in like Philadelphia visually. And I was in what, what felt like my house, but it wasn't my current house. And I saw across the sky military planes. And then I saw this bright red plane or missile going faster than I had ever seen anything go and like quickly outpaced the military planes, which were already going really fast. And I, I, so probably a missile. Yeah. Yeah. But it looked kind of like a plane, you know, Mm -hmm. in my head, but you know, dreams, dreams. (laughs) And so I was, I was in like the Midwest for some reason I was far away. And I've always said like in real, in the real life that if like my apocalypse, goal would be if it happens I would try to get to Vermont and Hampshire to go be at my parents house because it's rural there's land there's gardens like there's just any people are nicer so they'll probably want to help each other and a lot of people have guns so like all good things to have for an apocalypse <laughs> moment there's protection <laughs> there's protection yeah um and so I was in my dream I was in the midwest I don't know exactly where but I was worried about how we were going to get to to Vermont and I just kept trying to figure out and talk with probably Boyd yeah with Boyd um should we wait for like the first two weeks to see like what goes on or should we try to get to Vermont now like we were really kind of in this quandary trying to get to Vermont but I remember like we were very scared to leave the house we were really thinking about like water and um it was very vivid and real it, it was like shocking to wake up from. I wish I remembered more, but I like, I remember just try, like, I, I remember just like really feeling like I needed to get to Vermont. That was like my, my, like the, the message I woke up with. So did you wake up from that and you're like, I need to start planning for this. Like I need to like ration my water or like start saving bottles of water, things like that. Or like, I need to figure out a plan to get to Vermont if something like that happens. Or do you just kind of more wake up from that and you're like, whoa, like, <laughs> more like whoa um and I wonder if I had seen this video before or after but I saw this video that I don't know who it was just on Instagram so take it with a grain of salt but they were saying that all this information is coming out about aliens now because the government is preparing us for like a fake alien invasion project blue beam so that we can be all unified under one government and we can act like they're the the enemy versus like Russia or China or whoever else like the media tries to sell us on, you know? Right. Yeah. That's, um, that's a thing that, yeah, you talked about it. Yeah. Sorry about that. We had to take a quick little break because my dogs just went ape shit and they're still going anyways. Um, so project Bluebeam is basically exactly what you just said. Like it's, yeah, it's a plan to use, holographic hologram projections to basically scare people into thinking either it's like a second coming of Christ or that we're having some sort of invasion and it's to like unite everyone sort of like a one new world order 
Um, yeah, so it's pretty silly that your dreams like made you think about that. I wish I knew if I saw that Instagram video before or after because um, like if if so, then that makes more sense to why I had that dream. But if if it was after, then like weird and yeah, I don't know. I, I always am so like I, I always try to be realistic when I interpret my dreams or I like think about my dreams, you know, because like if I was to take that literally, I would be like you said, like. Mm-hmm getting in a bunker and like preparing right yeah <laughs> you'd be like stocking up on water <laughs> literally and i would like be on that show where they like come rate your preparedness and like you know, <laughs> <laughs> right how prepped are you <laughs> i would be a doomsday prepper yeah which like i think about for sure um i always tell boyd i want a bunker i tell him i want an acre of land in a bunker with a natural water source to the bunker and some so- solar panels that's what i want so Love that. Always staying prepped, (laughs) at least mentally. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. It definitely makes me nervous because I just feel like COVID really showed how fast, like especially here in Philly, it was crazy in the city. It was crazy. Um, And it really just showed how fast our society can like deteriorate and like change um, and how fast people go into like scarcity mode and get really like violent with like getting like toilet paper and paper towels, like people fighting over that kind of stuff instead of like thinking as a collective yeah. and being unified and being like, we'll get this together. People are very, and I, I think it's inherently American. Obviously other countries have this too, but I think it's very American to think all about me, me, me. me. Yeah. No, not about yeah. us. It's about, it's a me problem. It's a me thing. It's not a us thing, you know? Yeah. For sure. And I also, I feel like COVID really showed how easily people can be scared. Yeah. Like not even just the fact of like buying everything and being selfish, but just like people were scared, very scared. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, like we're staying in our homes and people were scared. Like you're at home. <laughs> and fear leads to that <laughs> shitty behavior too. Yeah, exactly. You know? Yeah. Yeah. It's a, it's a pipeline. Yeah. So um wait, so I want to tell you about my dream from last oh, night. Oh yeah. Hell yeah. Wait, was this last night or the night before? I don't know. I I've been having like fever dreams since I've been sick. <laughs> They're like so vivid, but so I had this dream. Sydney Hammond, if you're listening, this one's for you. Um so my mom's been like rationing my Tylenol. Like because I can I haven't been able to like remember things. Like I'm like, whoa, when did I last take this? Like, was that five hours ago? And she's like, no, it was 30 minutes ago. So she's been rationing things for me. But I had this dream the other night that I woke up and it was like four o'clock in the morning, and I was like, my head was pounding. Like, and mind you, the last couple of days my head's been hurting so bad I couldn't even lay my head on a pillow. So this was like felt so real. So I I in my dream, I get up. And my head's pounding and I'm like, oh my God, I need, I need Tylenol, I need Advil. And I'm like, it's not in my room. I go to the bathroom. It's not in the bathroom. I go to my mom's room and Sydney's laying in my mom's bed. And I'm like, where's the Tylenol? And she's like, oh, it's, uh, it's outside. And I'm like, okay. So Sydney was laying in my mom's bed, but she was my mom. Like, okay. She, it felt like my mom, but it looked sure. like Sydney. Yeah. 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 So I go outside and we're also not in our, in this house. We were mm-hmm. in our like second house that we lived in on Wellington Circle. So that was like some time ago. Long time ago. And I, I walked outside and I'm like, what the fuck? Like, where am I? Oh, so and you I, felt like it was weird. You I, knew, like- I knew okay. I wasn't at my home. I was like, well, this is my old house. Like, this is so weird. Which normally in my dreams, I don't 
pick up on that. Like the way that you said before, you were like, I felt like I was in Philly, but I wasn't sure. Um, that was this, except I was aware. I, I knew that I wasn't at home. And so I'm like walking down the driveway and I see Sydney standing at the bottom of the driveway. And I'm like, Sid, what are you doing here? And she was like, oh, I'm house sitting across the street. And I was like, okay, um, do you have Tylenol? Do you know if there's Tylenol there? And she's like, oh, come with me. So I walk out into the road and then all of a sudden this like UPS truck pulls up, but it's like 14 times the size. Like it was humongous. Like uh, we were looking up at it and Sydney was driving the UPS truck. And I was like, what the fuck is going on? And I look over and she's gone, not in the road anymore, but it's like a different version of Sydney driving this big ass truck. And I'm trying to get out of the way. And I like, couldn't get out of the way fast enough. And then I woke up and my head was pounding. Like I woke up in real life and my head was actually pounding so fucking hard. So I got up to go get Tylenol from my mom. And I was like scared. I was going to go in my mom's room and it wasn't going to be my mom, but it was my mom. Oh my God. Wait, no, like that literally sounds like a Rick and Morty episode. Tell me. Have you ever? Oh, you've never watched. So like, it's basically just, it, it that sounds I've like. I've seen one episode of Rick and Morty uh, with Mr. Macy's. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it's the only just, one I've seen. I mean this reference more in like a, um, it sounds like it was like a parallel universe. You know what I mean? Like you, Yeah, like yes. You, and because that's like what Rick and Morty do is they go to all these different universes and galaxies. And like there are ones where there's like the same person but they're not this they look exactly the same you know what i mean but they're just like yeah like, like that's so weird it just sounds like you just yeah. like and so okay this is why i this was my overarching thing for the dreams is like do we think dreams are alternate universes that we like get glimpses into because we're all connected you know what i mean we're connected through our yeah. infinite selves is... like i definitely live different lives in my dreams 100 percent I know it's I crazy because I have yeah. recurring dreams where I go back into them and I know I'm like, like you pick up where you left off or you like, will have the same dream again. I have the same dream again, or I'm in the same space. Like some dreams mm-hmm. I have this, like, it's so weird. It's like this restaurant slash I live there and it's like this old, like rickety ass house. And like, I'm like a server there, but I like my apartment's in the top floor. And like, I know the chefs. I know that I have to go serve. Like I go upstairs to my room and I get changed and I can like see my room right now in my head. Like I can, I could explain it to you. Like, I'm like, that's Katie. Katie lives somewhere else in a different universe doing that. Like that's my home somewhere else. So fucking weird. But like I've had, I go back into that dream and I have different conversations about like topics that are in my real life here. It's Mm -hmm. so odd. It's so odd. That is so interesting though. Like I have dreams where I will pick up where I left off, but not like that. It's not like I'm like revisiting this other life. Like that's what it sounds like with you. You're just like, you're shifting from here to wherever else. Yeah. <laughs> where you also exist. <laughs> I really think I am. I really think I am. Cause some of the, some of the universes are really scary. Like some of them are like, there are ones where they're like nightmares and like, it's just like perpetual anxiety. Like that's. Yeah. Like you wake up shook. Oh yeah. No, I wake up yeah. crying. I'll wake up mm-hmm. like scared. Cause like a lot of my dreams like are, I have like a lot of violent dreams where like I'm being chased or murdered or I've been like raped in my dreams or like, you know, like I've had so many. Yeah. And I've seen in all, like I've had like people I care about killed in front of me in my dreams. Like, I don't know. It's a, it's scary. Some traumatic shit. Yeah. I, I, I understand. She said it's scary in there. (laughs) I understand. I have some crazy dreams too. I, when I was a kid, I used to have like, like I don't have dark 
dark dreams like what you're describing anymore. But when I was a kid, I used to dream about like getting murdered, my family getting murdered, like all this crazy shit that like five year olds should not even be thinking about. Um, And I don't I didn't know you when this was happening. But when I was in eighth grade, so you know how we had like the high school had like the bonfire every year for homecoming. Mm -hmm. When I was in eighth grade, I had a dream for like three weeks straight before the bonfire, the same dream every single night that there was going to be a shooting at the bonfire. And I just remember like, I was so fucking scared, but I was like, I have to go. Like, I I remember thinking like, I didn't want to go because what if that did happen? But I was like, I have to go. And I went and it was fine. Nothing happened. But like, I really thought that was going to occur because I had that dream for 21 days. Like, and it was so real. It was like, all the people I knew were there. It was like the weirdest thing. I totally and that. horrifying, but I felt like if I didn't go, I would keep having the dream if it didn't happen. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, or something yeah. like that. Or if I didn't go, I would never know, you know, how, what went on. Or like something warped. Like if I didn't go, it will happen. And if I don't right. go, it won't. Yeah, or whatever, the reverse of that. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. something. Yeah. I, um... Like, back when, like, the war in Iraq and Iran was really bad with, like, Al-Qaeda and stuff, like, I remember they were worried that they would eventually come to, like, U.S. soil and, like, we would be infiltrated. And so I remember I used to have, like, a lot of dreams of, like, helicopters flying over our house and having, like, bad people, like, descend into our house and, like, on, like, you know, with, like, AK-47s and, like, that was, like, a reoccurring dream I would have is, like... Not, you know, just, like, just bad people trying to hurt me, you know, like, via yeah. helicopters. now it's, like, some real-world shit. Yeah, yeah. I've always had really vivid dreams. And, and Boyd always asks me, he's like, do you dream about anything happy? And I'm like, no. It's all it's all terrible. <laughs> <laughs> the apocalypse dream. It's all bad. The apocalypse dream is, like, honestly one of the better dreams I've had. How terrible is that? Oh, God. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> shit. <laughs> Oh my I don't. God. If I have good dreams, I don't remember them. I wish I did, but like I only remember the shitty ones. They're all they're terrible. <laughs> Man, we should have like a we should have like a dream session each week. I wish we could have like a person. Like I wish there was like a a person who we actually knew would be able to like tell us what our dreams meant with like some validity. But like every time you you know what I mean, I'm like, what the internet? What does the internet know truly about dreams? I know. I and also I have like these. I have a couple dream books and they, they all say don't like always things. align. Yeah. I know they do not align. Like how, what the fuck is going on here? How can you write a whole book interpreting dreams and someone else writes a whole book interpreting dreams and it's completely That's different. What I mean. Like, like there's like, I, and yeah. you know what I mean? And like, I, I don't know. <laughs> I make my own interpretations yeah. now. I just, I just take them for what they show up as. And I just say, damn. Okay. <laughs> here we go hope she's doing good in that universe over there because yikes <laughs> i'm here if you need her yeah, you can come over to this one if you need to visit it's better <laughs> that's i wonder wait that's so weird i wonder like if that katie dreams about this katie probably yeah if i dream about her why wouldn't she dream about me so maybe she's having the good dreams yeah probably they probably need it over there it's messy <laughs> She'll take what she can get. Yeah. I'm willing to give up that. If my burden in this in this universe in this dimension is that I have to have shitty dreams, I'll give that up for my other selves. All right. I'm okay. so generous. 
they're so lucky I'm, to have me. <laughs> that is a sacrifice. That is quite the sacrifice, I will say. They're entertaining, though. Like, I could tell you so many creepy, like, creepy dreams. Like, you should write them down. Like, you should, you could do, like, a book of short stories about your dreams. <laughs> oh, that actually would be really interesting. I used to do that when I was a kid because I used to just, like, have such fitful nights mm-hmm. of sleep. My doctor asked me to tell them how much how many times I woke up every night and what what my dreams were and they they didn't really have a solution for me but I think yeah yeah I, I do like <laughs> they're like wow you woke up four times holy no, shit seven. that was my average per night when I was in <laughs> high school and middle school is I would wake up seven times a night jeez no idea why now I sleep great what's your average now like you sleep all the way through yeah mostly unless like Boyd wakes me up to like go pee and stuff but yeah maybe one are you an easy riser uh, like when he wakes up to go pee you wake up yeah but I've I used to be a really light sleeper and I think now with having a dog and him I've kind of trained myself to be a better sleeper and college college really helped me become like a mm. heavier sleeper yeah. you know I'm a heavy like I could sleep through the war I feel like I feel like I knew that about you that you're a heavy sleeper yeah yeah, That's like nice. Like a fire alarm, sleep right through it. Wow. Like, yeah, uh, it's nice, but it's concerning. Yeah, it's concerning. Like when, yeah. Mm-hmm. I think I'm a happy medium because Boyd's a really light sleeper, and he needs like room darkening shades. He needs it to be cold. Any noise is disturbing to him. Any light is disturbing <laughs> to him. Like a tr- like I'm like, how do you even sleep normally? I don't understand. It seems very difficult. It's like a lot of work. Yeah, my sister sleeps with a fan on. Like, if you turn that fan off, she just instantly rises. Like, Mm. immediately awake. That's so weird. Wait, do you find... You know know the adults that still sleep with uh, stuffies and blankies from when they were a kid? Do you find that to be a red flag? A little bit. Like, you've had that security blanket since you were a child? How old are you? No, I do. I don't know. I think... I, I... the example I'm thinking like, of is from like Love is Blind, I think, this last season. I don't know if you watched it, but one of the girls, she was like introduced to like her husband and she's like, this is my blankie. We have to sleep with him every night. And I was like, that's fucking oh, weird. Oh God, that is fucking weird. Like I have a way that I have to sleep, but it doesn't have to do with a specific anything. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. like I don't have a blankie or anything like that. I just need to like cuddle something like I have to use a blanket or a pillow and basically it has to go like between my shoulder and my head. And then I like put my arm, my arm around it, but it can be anything. It could be a sweatshirt. It could be a pillow. Like, it's not like I have my little, where's my tuk tuk. <laughs> yeah. Oh. <laughs> That's fucking weird. Yeah. That is strange. I, I think so too. Yeah. And she was like well into her thirties and I was like, maybe this is why you're single. You need a therapist. Like, yeah. Whoa. <laughs> yeah. That's I an attachment really problem. <laughs> Thanks love for you. listening, everyone. Oh, I love you too. Oh, yeah. No, go follow us on Instagram. Follow us on Apple, on iTunes. No, that's the same thing. Spotify, <laughs> on Amazon. Wherever you listen. <laughs> Literally, there we go. Wherever you listen. Not on YouTube. Bye. Bye. Ciao for now. That's another episode of Gabby Girls. Thank you for listening. Make sure to comment, rate, review, and subscribe. Let us know what you think of us and the topics we talk about. We're not for everyone, and that's okay. Bye, Jen. Love ya. Bye, Kate. Love you more.